I was raised up by a simple man I grew up with a gun in my hand Taught me how to love and how to fight Taught me what's wrong, taught me what's right Said you don't have a choice to choose You do what you can and don't ever lose Just remember even when I'm dead and gone Stick to your guns, son Make me proud, don't never back up, don't never back Hey everybody, welcome back to Freedom Speak. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Conservative Talk, ABQKDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere, conservativetalkabq.com. This is Hour 2, and I've got my guests here in the uh, studio with me, uh, Derek Scott, Tomei Battershell, and Sammy Gonzalez. Battershell, I just love that name, that's so cool. Hey, by the way, in case you guys are wondering, that uh, song, that is uh, by Brian Martin, and it's called Everyone's an Outlaw. <laughs> and it's like, you know, they're kind of trying to make us all an outlaw because they want to be able to just, you know, come and shackle us and arrest yeah. us whenever mm. the heck they want to. Well, they can't get 70, 80 million, 90 million right now, right? So how are they going to do it? They, Like you said, they're normalizing, or like uh, Battleshell said, they're normalizing it. Battleshell. Battleshell. So. We'll just call her Battleshell. That just sounds cool. Tomei. Sorry. See, Tomei. Why, do you, get the, why do you get the cool name? I got the generic Hispanic name from <laughs> You want generic name. You want generic name. Derek and Scott. That's you got, you've got two first names. And my middle name is also a first name. So oh, my gosh. I'm three proud, first I'm proud names. of my name. I'm proud of who I am and where I come from. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> I base it on my actions. Exactly. And my words. You yes. know, my my and name that's, is French. So. That's Battleshell. Battleshell no, is no, French? Think, no, no. Tomei. Oh, oh Tomei. 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 I was like, Battleshell. Battleshell, I, I believe it's German. So, um, but um, uh, my my father was adopted by his father. So it's actually an adopt, adopted Adopted person. name. Ooh, yeah. cool. So yeah. We, and we've gone through all of this different stuff where it's like, I mean, the family history start getting into like the ancestry and. Me and Josh had talked about it, but doing like Ancestry or the 23andMe, I'm like, anytime you have done, you've gone to the hospital and they've taken something from you, yeah. you are already in that system. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> we yeah, but I'm not going to give them the, see, mm. but that's the thing. Like you were saying, they, they put it out in front of you. Mm-hmm. They have to, I don't know. I've always had this feeling like, you know, it's like Satan has to have a legal way to do it, right? Like, you know, there's rules. There's some rules in heaven and hell and stuff and and I think they legally have to have your authorization. If you don't give it to it, you don't give it to them. You know? And so yeah. it's almost like they have to have an excuse. And if you don't give them that excuse, then, it's, then they start freaking out. It's just like now with the elections. It's just like now with the justice system. Like you were saying, if you resist it, mm-hmm. it makes it hard for them. And, yeah. and with uh, the New Mexico Civil Guard, all those men have resisted it. And they don't like that, so they're pounding them harder and pounding them harder, right? And just like the January 6th guys, what are they doing? They're literally torturing them in a cell. Why? So that they give in. For so that they can prove to everyone else, like you said, the normalization, so they can prove mm-hmm. to everybody else, this is the new way of we're going to do it, and you're going to deal with it. Well, going back to that, you know, again... Um, I, I firmly believe, you know, um, whatever is done in the darkness, it will come to light. Come to light. And, yeah. you know, the... And, and they know that. Yeah. So so with the ancestry <laughs> stuff, it's very interesting because we actually found out that my grandfather, who I am carrying his adoptive name, he's not even a batter shell. 
because <laughs> because there was some some stuff that went on where his his mom had an affair and so we are finding all of the <laughs> all of the stuff that goes back you know he's old enough he's probably it's no use going and telling him now right. you know i mean like <laughs> there's no point in telling him but the interesting thing is is that you're seeing all of this truth come to light so while they're trying it's a chess match you know yep. and again yes there's legal authorities but it's kind of like um if you understand right like when we're going back to the word verbiage right like when you're understanding you're standing under authority right in in a court system yep. but if you're like well i know you want me to sit down you know thinking it you know, judge, I'm going to go ahead and go sit down, yeah. right? Like you're doing the action, but you're giving it in context of like, no, I am taking that authority. So I feel like I just used my spiritual authority in doing that DNA kind of claiming where it's, where it's like, you know, again, you're just putting that spiritual authority in it and what you're intending it's I used for. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and it's again, I mean, remembering to do that every day. Yeah. I mean, I don't think if as Christians, you know, how many of us get up and they actually assemble the armor of God mm. like every morning, like no, they actually, I... they actually say, this is the stuff I'm going to be putting on and mentally going through it. Um, we just get up and go with our day. We're like, where's the coffee? And that's probably Please. the number one thought in most Americans as opposed to like, God, let me put, let me start a prayer for the day. So again, it's, I do that every day. That's good. That's you know, good. it's like uh, on the days that I come in here and record this radio show. Yeah. That's one thing I do on my drive here is I go through and I say a prayer and, and I pray that, you know, one of the things I pray for, Lord, bring me the words that, uh, that you would like for me to say. Right. And, and also be with my guests so that we have a really productive conversation and, and we inspire people. No, I think that's And wonderful. that's my goal. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. Inspire people. Like, that's mm-hmm. what we're trying to do, yes, is inspire people to stand up in New Mexico and not, and, and, and don't be afraid to rock the boat. Yes, you will be challenged. Yes, they might come at you. Yes, they might come to your door. But if you don't stand up, like you were saying, as it's been told to us by our forefathers, you know, when... People do nothing. Evil flourishes. Right? Like Benjamin Franklin said, those that are willing to compromise on freedom for security deserves neither and will lose Des- both. Or lose both, yeah. That's absolutely right. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and so you have to stand up and not be afraid anymore, not be afraid to challenge the authorities because they're not authority. They don't have authority over you. The they're only, our servants. They're, they're not they're, authorities. They're, yeah, see, You're in control. You have the power, not the When government. I took the oath, I understood it as a servant to the people that you're a mediator, you know, as a law enforcement officer, you're, you're, you don't have authority over them. You're a mediator. You're, you're a person that goes in and mediates and, uh, and takes care of. If there's a law broken and you find it through talking to both sides, then you press charges. You give it to the DA. The DA looks it over and says, sees that, one, can the case be brought to court? Will the jury even find this person to be guilty or not guilty? And then, two, if there's sufficient evidence, then you go forward with the court case, you then arraign them and take them through the process, right? So that's what this whole thing's about, right, is justice and and how justice is served. And, you know, yes, I think there's a lot of ignorance on the system, but that's how they get in the system and get their judges in and and start, and DAs, because we all know that Torres and a lot of the DAs out there are George Soros funded. It's a known fact. It's I'm not. It's not like I'm pulling this out of nowhere. No, it's a known fact. He he. It's in his in his money that he has to register. 
it's a George Soros funded uh, program, you know, or nonprofit or whatever, you know, funded to him. So he's a George Soros DA is what everybody likes to say. So what I'm saying is, is, okay, if that's true, well, then who's he serving, right? You know, everybody always worries about all these money that goes to big politicians. Well, of course, you know, this is why I think DAs maybe shouldn't be elected and maybe, and shouldn't be assigned either. I think they should be elected. I don't know. I think there should be stricter criteria or something. We, we as people need to come together and figure out a better way because it shouldn't be that you could just pay money and now you have a DA that'll do whatever he wants, right? It shouldn't be that way. And so if, if we really want justice to be served, we need a DA who says, I will follow the law. And if you break the law and that officer brings me the evidence, I'm going to prosecute you. That's it. If there is nothing wrong or I don't find anything wrong or I don't find sufficient evidence, I will throw it out, which that's what a DA is supposed to do. That is their their sworn duty to do is to service us, the people, and even you, if you come up and these charges are really weak or there's weak evidence, he goes, hey, this is weak. I'm throwing this out. You know, that's what he's supposed to do. There is multiple steps. So first, the call to the dispatch, dispatch to officer. Officer, uh, uh, you know, assesses the situation. Situation is assessed. Oh, hey, this person hit this person. You know, I think this is the person that needs to be charged. Then it goes to the DA. Then the DA decides, am I going to win this? Is there sufficient evidence? And then that DA goes to the judge, right? You know, and they go in front of the judge and they arraign. Guilty, not guilty, right? Then you go to... The trial, if you want a trial, you can you could also have a trial by a judge or trial by jury, right? And you could have just one person makes your, the decision of your life or 12 people. Um, I don't like the fact that it's random people because that needs to change because it should be, and it, and it says it in the Constitution. A jury of your peers. Your peers. It says peers. Yeah. It does not say random people from that the peers, community. I, I mean, isn't that people peers that know you? It's people that know you. Yes. The people they know that your know character. You they know who are you are. They're supposed to look at the evidence, uh-huh. evaluate the evidence, and say, you know what, Derek, I know you. But gosh darn it, you did this. Yeah. You know, or, hey, Derek, I know you. You would never do this. There, This must be a setup. Well, see, the problem with having a jury of people that are not your peers is something like I mentioned earlier about how the, 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 pub, the, oh, what, the, the public opinion, okay, you can literally get prosecuted on public opinion. And so if you've got a jury of people that don't know you, and they will believe anything that they're being told right. or anything that's out on the media that has literally prosecuted you before you're even tried that's, in a see, real in trial. A grand jury, so that's where the peers thing comes right. in. Right, and that's why a grand jury, right? A grand jury is, like they say, they can, they can, <laughs> they can indict a, a ham sandwich in a grand jury mm-hmm. in New Mexico. Why is that? Because there's nobody of your peers going over the evidence behind your back. Right, because uh, grand jury is kind of behind your back. You don't really know what's going on. They have to tell you, but you don't want to go there and testify because you're going to get indicted no matter what. Because it's only the DA giving his view to the people. right? And then they say, okay, you're right, we'll indict. And they vote. And then guess what? You're in front of a judge, you're in front of a jury, and you're like, what's going on? right? It's, but it's, yeah, it's peers. And we've gotten away from that. And you're right about the random. Let's look at Darren. Uh, 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 <laughs> I messed it up. 
Derek um, Chauvin. Chauvin, right? You know, did you did you guys look at watch what happened the thing? to the jurors? The jurors came out afterwards and said, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, I was intimidated. I I went I went through all these rioters and I went the through these protesters. Threats. Yeah, death threats. I mean, if you have children and people are claiming they're going to kill your child, yeah, I think you're it's pretty clear how way. you're going to vote. So no, there's no justice with that. Well, the judge. Well, see, this is the problem with those type of judges. Is again, this is where the broken. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, this justice is broken. It's broken." Well, yeah, it's broken because of what you've elected. It's who you elected in that position. It's our own fault that we've elected these DAs and judges into these positions because guess what? That judge, she should have sequestered that jury, right? Sequester means they get no news. They live. They literally live in a motel. Yeah. The food is brought to them and curated, so just in case it's poison, like what right. you were talking about earlier, you know, any of those issues— are resolved mm-hmm. so that no death threats and the family if there's a if they get an if like somehow because they'll look through the mail and they see oh this person's getting death threats okay cops are on their house following their kids that it's a lot of money right but it but it makes sure that there's a fair trial right mm-hmm. and actually under the Kyle Rittenhouse case it was somewhat sequestered and that's probably why we got a better outcome, because he did sequester him. Remember, he didn't let anybody, any of the cameras look at the uh, look at the jury. He made sure that they were escorted and bussed and all this. And remember, they were crazily trying to find these juries where they were, what their house was. Okay, and he names. did he he did what's called like a it's kind of like a half sequester. They could still go home, but they're escorted throughout the whole process, mm-hmm. right? So that nobody could see him, nobody knows. And what did you see? A fairer juror right you saw a jury go you know what this kid didn't do it so that's there's the two cases that you can see the difference between what happens when a judge is in charge you have to decide in your heart especially there's judges up right now like morris and all these others and yeah to vote for those republican uh, judges that are on the ballot i know them you know i i looked at my sample ballot and that thing is just loaded with one democrat judge after the other that is running unopposed right unopposed 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 right well you know that's the problem with this with the justice system in this country in this state you know they pulled shenanigans in 2020 against the judges right and didn't even let them on the ballot we're lucky to even have the same judges on the ballot this year because they weren't even in the 2020 ballot and in the 2018 ballot they weren't they like limited their costs and all this other stuff. It's terrible to run for a jury. Like you have to volunteer time. I've done a little bit of it. I've done I'm not done enough that I've wanted to, but you know, issues in my life have taken it away. So sorry Morrison guy, guys and gals, I'm sorry I haven't been able to do all that work for you. But I've done everything I can, radio and other things, to say you need to vote for these de- Republican judges. These judges are great. I've met every single one of them. I have too. They will uphold the law as the law is seen, and even some of them agree with the whole peers thing. It's hard to get—don't get me wrong. It's hard to get peers into a jury. It really is. But back in the day, if you go back to, like, let's say—oh, um, you, you can go to—back uh, to the— Western times, right? Or what we call it the Western times, but it's just, you know, the late 1800s, it was peers. That got the only people you Well, I mean, people we're in talking, your community. We're you talking small them. towns. Everybody yeah, small knew everybody. Yeah, everybody right. was everybody in knew everybody. I've lived in towns like that, and right. it's like, yeah, every, so almost everybody peers. knows everybody. That's peers. Yes. That kind of gets to that mm-hmm. peers level. But when you're in a city like this, it has to be like your neighbors. Like, like what they should be doing is they pull in all your neighbors. 
you know, and yeah. some of your friends, they should totally. be like, but, but yeah, friends? but that's what I was getting at earlier is that we are so broken from community that nobody knows who their neighbor really, really is. So, you know, uh, the interesting part in like in our little community like we've we've got it to where we're having like like just the block we're having neighborhood meetings like who are you what do you need do you need to borrow cars because some of these people are older they don't necessarily have like you know ways to get around or that they have the affordability to have cars or different things like that but it's coming together and saying like who are you what do you need? What are you, what is your basic need right now? Because we can't get to the, to the things that we really need to change, but do you need sugar? Do you need your groceries carried in? And again, it's coming back to like, it's all of this is forcing us to have to recognize what's important and actually stand on that. Because right now, you know, you go back to the scriptures and it says first in Judea, then in Samaria, and then the outer parts of the world. That means it starts in the home. Yeah. It starts with the kids. Yeah. It starts with your family. And then, and then, and then, then your and immediate then. community. It's exactly Then it. your nation. Yeah. Then your world. Yeah. You right. know what you mentioned yeah. to me there again, that's, that's the world I lived in when I was growing up as a kid. It's the world that I the see. Neighbors, yeah, we all talk to each other. Your yeah, neighbors would have yeah. known who you were and say, get inside. Yeah. Your parents don't want you out right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was community. I mean, and, and there's there's that whole pool of whether or not community, uh, uh, family, yeah. parenting type of thing, community raising your kids. But I feel like it's um, that's that's how we were designed. I mean, you have the you have the old that take care of the young, so it's built-in babysitters. The young keep the old youthful, and the old keep the young wise, and they they instill them. And then the you know the the middle aged, we work and we supply and we help. And so there's this beautiful balance. And we have thrown the kids into nurse into daycares, and we've thrown the old into the nursing homes. Nursing homes and yeah. then all it's about is mammon right yeah. the, the the spirit that we're serving right now is mammon, is, is yeah. mammon. Yeah. and it's and it says you know in scripture that it is you cannot serve two masters it yeah. doesn't say when or where it says you can't serve two masters yeah. so what does that mean it starts with a thought it starts yeah. with a with an engagement with that thought of what you're serving and you can see people's actions and what they're going for instantaneous so um, we're looking at like the bigger picture and political motives, right and wrongs. But what is it that they're serving? What is the ultimate justice in what we're talking about? What does that look like? Because ultimately, you know, we we have ch we're chasing an idol. We're chasing something we're never going to be able to take with us when we die, and for what gain? So yeah, coming back to community, making sure that we're actually involved in each other's lives, and that's where change happens. You know, the basis of, of like, do we put in good judges? Do we have good, well-rounded people? Well, it starts with that child that you're raising to become a good individual that can know what's right and what's wrong. And we're losing that because our children are getting guided by television and, and devices and parents aren't wanting to parent or they're too busy because, you know, both parents are in the workplace now. You don't have one person that stays oh, at home. Because you can't afford. You can't afford it. Especially now. Yeah. Especially now. Well, now on top of that, our kids are being indoctrinated in some in a, schools in and some really evil stuff. System. Yeah. yeah, that that is being totally hijacked by the woke ideology, and that's where you get your CRT and your social emotional learning. And, and so, Sammy, that's that's something I wanted to talk to you yeah, about because okay, about. you're still in school. You you're going to NMMI. That's New Mexico Military Institute. 
It's that really cool place in, in Roswell. kind of looks like a castle. It's really neat. Um, but you go to school there, and before the show, you were talking to me a little bit about the, the woke culture has even creeped in over there. So maybe you'd like to talk about that a little bit. Well, like you can see that there are some aspects, but it's not as bad as I know other schools. Like at NIMI, I really like how they teach, like when you go to history and government, that they try to teach it uh, nonpartisan. But what you do see it more, because they say that critical race theory and this stuff is meant for college. It's meant to teach real, in air quotes, uh, real history for college students. But what you huh. actually see it, you see it mainly now, especially real history. in New Mexico. Yeah, I like you that. You only see it in high schools, in middle schools, elementary schools. And then you see like things like grooming and social-emotional learning being in as early as pre-K and kindergarten. So... But the woke culture, yes, because they're sorry. The woke culture, there are certain things like you can't say anything or you can't do anything um, because you don't want to offend anybody or you don't want to hurt their self-esteem. Which in it's some, all about feelings, yeah, it's right? It's all about feelings. <laughs> well, I think they use so you know. I think they use so you make a good point with that, right? So they they teach you. Right, that oh, it's it's emotional. You don't want to offend anybody. Well, that's our good Christian nature, right? So they're trying to use our Christian nature against us to mm-hmm. go, oh, you're right. I don't want to hurt the person's feelings because I don't, you know, sticks and stones. But you know, couldn't words can hurt and da 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 da. And nobody's stopping and telling. Well, I mean, I tell my children, trust me, my kids. They butt heads sometimes with teachers and authorities, not in a bad way, just in a way of saying, well, you know, that's not what I've been taught because mm-hmm. I feel like every time they come home, I have to reprogram right. them from th- something else. But it's like it's like they're trying to use our good natured Christian nature against us, against our kids. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But what I, what I think is that all our public schools should follow a system like NMMI, not the military concept, but that the teachers make you think. They're not going to try and sway you one way or the other. They're going to present a case with all the evidence presented by both sides, and then you, it's your job as the student to come up with your own verdict. Yeah, kind of like in Kansas and Oklahoma where they have creation next to Darwin. Right. You know, it's you get both sides and that's the way. It, yes, it should be that mm-hmm. way because everybody's like Darwin's the fact and it's like no, I mean, it's still a theory. Just like uh the Big Bang unfortunately might be disproven. I mean, there was a lot of scientists years ago. We were talking about this on a radio program not too long ago. Yeah. That you know, there were scientists, I think it was about 4 or 500 that had signed a letter to the right. scientific community saying, you know, Big Bang don't have it. it. It just there's no evidence. There's nothing there. And then James Webb has now proved it because they see galaxies that look the same far away as they do near us, mm-hmm. right? So they're like, well, that doesn't, you know, that means the history isn't the mm-hmm. same. We're not like looking it's just into the past. There, it's just there. Another thing with the Big Bang that's supposed and I'm to not, be. I'm not saying right. that the radio, you know, but what I'm saying is, is right. that. Or the radio station, you know, takes what position? I don't even know what position, but I'm just saying that if the, you presented both sides, mm-hmm. this is the Big Bang, here's what James Reb, and here's what these scientists and even some atheists believe, that there's no Big Bang, here's the history well, of it. Well, people need to understand these are theories, yeah. okay? And like you said, I think all of these theories should be presented to the students and say, here you go, this is what, we, this is what these theories say, and it's up to you to use your 
critical thinking to maybe try to come up with a solution. Who knows? Maybe someday you'll grow up to be somebody that will come up with a solution. Right, and figure See, it out. See, but I think, I right. think that's where uh, we have the biggest problem is that everybody wants to try and reinvent the wheel. And scripture tells us, right, that there's no, there's really nothing new. It's all been done. There's all been you done can't and you said. can't you can't keep thinking you're going to create something that hasn't already been in created before. And so you you look to the past to gain wisdom and knowledge and insight. And and you know, I mean, even just looking at, you know, the scriptures of Solomon being the wisest man and what he succumbed to in his end days. It's like, man, all the knowledge in the world and he was the wisest and and look at the trouble he got into and eventually to his demise. So we're right now, we're wanting to leave this mark. We got to make a difference. We got to do all this, all of this stuff instead of coming together and say, like, you have a piece of the puzzle. I have a piece of the puzzle. And we're not going to get the full picture until we put them together. And it's all about individualization that, you know, like we, we are, we are so special and so, um, uh, I guess, yeah, individualized that it's like, you know, the, my mom used to tell me, she says, you point a finger and it doesn't do much, but you, you create a fist and it makes a mighty punch. So it's like, we can't do much by just standing on our own. We need each other in our individuality, in our, in, in our uniqueness, in our, in how God has created each one of us to do, because we can't do it all by ourselves. And so when we go back to that, yes, we got to create it, make it new and do it and, and special. And it's like, well, that's where we get, it's almost like uh, the devil's in the distraction type of thing. Well, that's the very thing that uh, those that we are fighting against are trying to eliminate is the individuality. They, and I've even talked about on a previous show, I talked about groupthink. That's what they want. They want to tell you what to think, and they want everybody to think the same and not ask questions. Well, I think it's, it's almost like there's, there's a way that they're doing it where it's like, they're taking away the individuality in the sense of of questioning things, but but as far as like you know being unique, I mean that's the thing, right? You're unique because you're different, and you want to change the things that God has created. You don't want to be a boy. You want to be a girl. You want to you want to be, be a chi- it. You want to be it. You, whatever the th- whatever the there are people that actually want to be its, which I find that to be just mind boggling. Not the or creepy t- clown with the balloon, just non-existent. Yeah. All all of it, and and not that that's wrong, but the the focal point is that we're idolizing it. Right. Like, you know, if a little boy comes in, you know, that's wearing a tutu, I'm not going to obviously assume that he's wanting to be a girl for the rest of his life. But if he does, we're making it to where it's too, we're idolizing all of it. So it's now it's like it's becoming where you're so special that you're so you're just put on a pedestal. So it's not saying that you're unique in your individual, like God talks about the stars in the sky. Right. We see all these beautiful stars, but it says that he knows each one of them by name. So that means that each one of them is special. Whoa, that's amazing. But we're taking it to where it's so deep that, like, you know, you're so special that we're idolized. And he says, men will, in the end days, men will be lovers of themselves. And what's the number one photo that we have? A selfie, or as Michelle calls it, a Michelfie. Hmm. So from what I've heard. Um, yeah. A Michelfie. Uh, uh-huh. That's what she calls. Oh Take she it. seems a little bit full of herself. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So, uh, so again, it's, it's like, you know, we, we focus on all of these things instead of stripping it down and, and, you know, again, like going back to what Paul says, we, uh, you know, in Corinthians, we have to die to ourselves when it talks about marriage and it talks about being a body and being in togetherness in order for, um, a husband to be a good husband, right? He has to die to everything he is 
and the wife will naturally submit. But right now it's just about me, 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 me. I am so special that now you, you create a worship idol, you know? And, and so I feel like it's like, again, it's going back to what was right and what's wrong and what is looked at as good, what is looked at as bad and twisting it. And that is what he is. That's what the devil does. He's a deceiver. He twists it so that what looks bad, actually, no, it's actually kind of okay. We're going to do this and we're going to normalize it. Again, going back to that normalization. Um, and then uh, nobody, everybody's so confused that they can't see what is actually right before them and say, hey, I'm going to call out what's, what's wrong and right. They, they just don't even know anymore. Well, just like the term after, uh, it, as this scandemic was going on, where they were talking about the new normal. And it's like, oh, yeah. no, uh, normal yeah. still what normal has always been. Anything other than that is, is, is not normal. Man, that's good. Yeah, yeah. the new normal. That, the new I normal. Mean, they, and, the, and, they, and they did that. I mean, when that and shift happened. And a lot of people happened, bought that. Yeah, when the shift happened, think about everything that happened. I mean, like. Everything ev- changed. Everything changed. And the, yeah, that, that was the term that was generalized was the new normal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's sad and it's also eye-opening because I feel like the more that people are getting pressured, um, it's like they, they're going to have to choose what's, what's they're going to have to choose right or wrong and like again going back to scripture it's you can't be lukewarm you don't you have to be hot or cold so it's like there's no in between you can't and so this is really getting people to have to go back to their roots and saying like what what actually is important what do i believe and religion that's another hard one because again within the church they are no better than what the government's doing well look at what look at the destruction that happened to the church over the past couple years you had churches roll over and shut down yeah Yeah. i was is it was i was shocking i couldn't believe it hey guys we got the 30 minute break here so we'll be right back and we'll continue the discussion Upon the stand, we spoke of was and when. Although I wasn't there, he said I was his friend, which gave us some surprise. I spoke into his eyes. I thought you died alone, a long, long time ago. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband and wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? 
let us ease your fears. At ABQ Dental Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same-day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. This is Larry Marker, independent writing candidate for Commissioner of Public Lands. Together, we can take back our public lands while preserving the integrity of your vote. It's easy to vote for Larry Marker. On your ballot, go to the space provided for declared writing candidate. It's under the heading Commissioner of Public Lands. Mark the oval and write in Larry Marker. Together, we can take back our public lands and preserve the integrity of your vote. Go to LarryMarker.com for more information. Thank you. Larry Marker, independent write-in candidate for Commissioner of Public Lands. Paid for by the Friends of Larry Marker. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. At Los Ranchos Gun Shop, we support law-abiding folks learning to operate their guns safely. Some look at a firearm and see only weapons of war. If the mayor is telling the police to stand down when criminals act and release them into our community without consequence, well, who can you rely on to protect you and your family? Safety and awareness is what we preach and teach. It's your right to be safe in your own home and community. Take up the responsibility. No one else will do it for you. Stop by our new location, 6621 4th Street, Northwest in Los Ranchos, or call 505-345-4276. Another sun sets down behind me Another day comes crashing in There's a whispering wind that's blowing There's a storm that's closing in I can hear the trains, they're rolling To a place I've never been And I can feel her breath beside me with an empty glass of gin. Hey everybody, welcome back to Freedom Speak. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you're listening to Conservative Talk, ABQKDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. So we've been talking a lot about uh, normalization, normalization of things that aren't normal. We've been talking about the unjust justice system that we have. Uh, There is just so much going on. I just, our world is completely upside down right now. Totally upside down. Hey, did you guys, who, did any of you guys listen to the Fetterman-Oz debate uh, that happened the other day? Not yet. No. I didn't get a chance to look at it, sorry. Um, Let us know. I I watched it. And um, 
First of all, uh, the observation I made is, and this is the thing that really surprised me, Fetterman is a career politician. He's been in office in a couple of different positions for quite some time. This guy ha- seems to have no, uh, no real grasp on the issues at all, okay? So he goes into this debate with Dr. Oz, and you know, one thing I can say about Dr. Oz, he knows the issues, he knows the material, he was well-prepared, and Fetterman was like, uh, 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 I don't know, you know. And, and I like this question that the, the female moderator, I can't remember her name, asked Fetterman, where Fetterman had made the statement that he was totally uh, in favor of fracking. Fracking was a good thing. Well, the female moderator comes back and says, okay, I've got a question for you, um, Mr. Fetterman. You made a statement back, and I can't remember what year it was, not too long ago, that you were opposed to fracking after he had just got done saying he has always been in favor of fracking. And she pointed out specifically a time in which he specifically said, I am completely against fracking. Even when, even when she said that, he comes back, she gives him a chance to come back and maybe restructure what he said. He comes back and lies about it again. I've always been in favor of fracking. And, and the thing is, it was obvious that this guy, what he did was he studied a list of talking points. That's all he had to say. He had no actual unique thinking of his own. And if, it didn't, if there was not a, ta- a talking point to match the question, then he was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, that's really a shame because it's, it's not hard to do well in a debate. Yeah. Right? It really, like, you it's simply hard. speak from the heart about what yeah, you really I was believe. Yeah, say is, like, for me, it wasn't difficult for me. It was hard in the sense of just what surprise question is the left person going to give me, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um... But, but yeah, I mean, if you know it from the heart and you know the material, it's very easy to just get it out there and be like, here it is. This is what it is. But, see, he started off with a lie saying he's yeah, always so been in favor of fracking. That's what's hilarious. And I really, really do commend that moderator for calling him out and demanding yeah, was, that he answer that question. My next thing was going to be like, where's that moder- moderator and how do we get our, that person over at other... Right. Debates because right. Can we get it to Mexico, you need please? moderators yeah. <laughs> that are actually going to moderate and push on both sides because that's the moder- That's what the moderator is supposed to do is push on that side, push on that side. You push them, and then you let them debate. But right? then it goes. It goes back to the choice thing that we were talking about earlier because in that moment, whether he forgot that he, you know, because I mean, people change, people grow. Okay, so he was. But the second that she called him out, he had a moment where he could say that he was like, oh, you know what? I may be wrong in that. And to admit that he didn't know. And yet he doubled down. And he doubled down on his ego. So, again, that's, it's like, you know, pride comes before the fall. So it's, 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 again, moments like this where we're actually able to see and identify and also um, relate to in our own lives of, like, we're free choice. It's like, wow, even in those moments we're called out on stuff, what are you going to do? Yeah, you, you should just be like, hey, I was wrong. You're right, I said that, but I have changed my mind since then. Mm-hmm. And here's the reasons why I've changed my mind on that issue. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Because, yeah, I mean, I've had some things that have pushed me, but I've had to, you know, people got mad at me for pushing back. But I was like, no, I, you know, from my point of view, 
you know, if you're saying, oh, well, Derek, you're wrong, or you never said that before, or whatever, and it's like, well, okay, so maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right, but, but my I'm saying it of, now. <laughs> but my point of view is, you know, it's like the 2020 election. Hey, I would love to investigate it, but I need something to investigate it with, right? Because everybody's like, oh, you need to investigate. You need to I'd love to, but where do I have the authority to do that? Okay, I'm the sheriff now, but I need somebody to complain. I need a, a candidate, a person to put in a report, you know, if I want to follow the justice system correctly. And that's how they, like I said, back to justice, this is how it gets played against ourselves sometimes, is when you're in the justice system, you got to make a complaint. You got to give that complaint to the authority. The authority is supposed to take it seriously and hand it up the chain. But when they don't do that, as with 2020, they didn't do that. They didn't, they didn't, I mean, how many sheriffs refused to take the complaint in, um, God, what was the state? It wasn't Michigan. It wasn't Georgia. It was, uh, Pennsylvania. Was it Pennsylvania or? To what instance? Where, where they wouldn't take the complaint. They wouldn't take the complaints of these Mm -hmm. people being kicked out. They wouldn't take the complaints of of what was going on in those counties. Are you and talking about the, the, the time when the, the when the poll watchers yeah, got so thrown out? Yeah, so in 2020, the poll, mm-hmm. poll watchers. I, I remember that. Oh, my God, what a circus. There. They, they threw these guys out, and not only that, but they didn't want anybody to look through the windows right. and, and what they were doing. Which is actually and illegal. It's like, so they covered the windows with cardboard. Right. There was and people it's like, that were still filming above the cardboard and seeing what was going on. But, I mean, they had to go, they had to do some work to it. So it was, like, active. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, there was something in the way. It was like no they were putting up pizza boxes they were putting up yeah they were being and lying and cheating and but the sheriff's department didn't take the complaint nobody took the complaint but that's the sheriff is responsible for that if you're getting complaints of this you're supposed to go down there and say why are you not letting first let me confirm that these people can watch the polls oh hey look they have the paperwork they can do that then you go in and say, "Why aren't you letting them watch the polls?" Yeah, they should. Then, have if they still refuse, the now you write up the report and send it to the prosecutor, and then the pro- and you call the pro. I would call the prosecutor. But right none there of this and happened. None and of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. None of it is, happened. Is, that's what I'm saying is is the problem is that some sheriffs didn't take the reports when they were reported. They wouldn't. They just plug their fingers in there. Everybody has been afraid to speak up or to act. Because they don't want to lose their careers. Right. It's all about, I don't want to lose my career. I don't want to lose my spot. I don't want to lose my, you know, I'm like, do you know how much I've lost in my life? Just, just from a disease. Do you know how much I've lost in my life and, and how poor I am and all this, but I still move forward. I still ran a sheriff's campaign. I still went towards it and told everybody, hey, this is what's going on. We need to change this. You know, this. that's the way life is. I've gone through my yeah. entire life, and there, there have like, been times in my life that I've, I've had, lost everything. Because and I then stood I just, up for my principles. And then I worked hard, and I got it back right. again. And yeah. it's like, you know, that's... And that's how do our, we know that that's going to happen from the Lord? We know that. What, what example do we have in the Bible to know that if you fight and you lose, you'll get it back? Right, mm-hmm. God has promised you'll get it back. Who, who, anybody know who I'm talking about here in the Bible, Old Testament? No, you got me on that Job. one. Job, <laughs> okay, right? Job, oh, okay. right? Job, mm-hmm. Job. What, what happened to Job? Right, right. But, but if you, if you also back to, um, um, like the authority stuff, uh, it says I think um, God points him out, right? And he says, "Have you noticed my son Job?" So he already knew he had a covering. And then I think it, it's uh, later in the scripture that he actually kind of says, like, um, so Job, 
he came into this whole picture because it was like, if you, Satan asks God, if you take away all of his things, if you do all of these things to him, he will turn his face from you. He will, he will, you know, blaspheme you. And at the end, he still, no, nothing, never, he, he was, he, that was the only time that God, I think in the end of the scripture, it says that like he allowed something to happen where there was no legal authority for the enemy to actually operate. Yep. So now if you're going scriptural, right, let's study Deuteronomy 28 and there you go. because Deuteronomy 28, it talks about all the blessings and the curses that'll befall you. Yep. And uh, if you are in step with commandment, step, yeah. and so if you have all of the things that are either plaguing your life, whether it's poverty, lack, um, uh, or you know blessings, yeah. there's something that you are you're contracting with in a yeah. sense. And if it's we a, and in a covenant too, and a, and you're covenant. covenanting with God, and that's the thing. That's what I'm saying is, is justice is a covenant with each other, mm-hmm. but it's also a covenant with God. Why? Because God gave us the law. This is what I, why I always love the law. This is why I got into it. When I learned the law and the Ten Commandments, and I learned that our laws are more based on the Bible than a lot of other laws in the world, to the point that the world started adopting our direction of law and jurisprudence, right? Mm-hmm. Jurisprudence being you know, how justice is resolved right, and right. Ca- taken care of. I, it really provoked some it's more than patriotic it provoked a bigger sense of something in this world and even if i was a tiny cog in that system i was doing my part my bid to make sure that people are fairly handled right and trust me i've had to report things that i never wanted to have to report and i had to deal with things i never wanted to have to deal with and see things i never wanted to see but i always knew that we were on a path of doing righteousness mm-hmm. right and and if you are righteous in yourself right and like we're talking about right heart, standing yeah right mm-hmm. standing right like you were saying that covenant and you give a covenant to god saying hey i'm gonna hold this standard you're right lord mm-hmm. i so we have, we change also- my life because I, I you know i had to do the same thing for myself i'm gonna change my life and i'm gonna follow this yeah you're gonna get curses and blessings but those curses sometimes come because Satan doesn't want you to do the right thing. But or it's still a up. contract. It's, yeah, still, it's still, a still a contract. Because I will tell you right now that the church is teaching the body, right? There are so many people that are in church and they're hurting. They are ill. They are, I mean, there's so many things that are so, they're struggling. And yet, and yet when you go into the church, you know, and, and how it was set up, it's like, we're supposed to be going in as like an energy charge, get back out there and go. And so I meet so many people that don't know their spiritual authority. So it's basically the same thing when we don't know our constitutional rights. When you go in and you're, you're talking to a judge and you don't know that like you're in a system that actually isn't, you know, an article three court, it's an article one court and you don't know, and you don't even know the difference. Well, then you are already set up for failure. Well, and, and, and it's a good point because yeah, when, you know, what's always helped me through the system is knowing it. Yeah. Knowing the law, knowing my rights, knowing the law, knowing that I can represent myself, no matter how much they tell you, mm-hmm. you can't, or you're going to do a terrible job or I need to do it. It's like, no, you're on. right. I can handle this one. You know, there's some that has gotten beyond me and I'm like, yes, I'm hiring a defender. Thank you. Or, mm-hmm. but like, it's, it's that system that's set up. It might think unfair and see everybody looks at the outside and says, oh, it's totally unfair. It's totally unfair. It's totally unfair. And that's what they want you to think. Why do they want you to think that? Because they want their system to replace it. Right. They don't want this old 
jurisprudence system. Why? Because they want their system to replace it so that they can just politically destroy you. Because there's been a lot of judges that have actually sustained or pushed back on this political attacking systems, right? Some judges have said, no, you need to give probation or you need to give this with some of the January 6th, not all, but some of the January 6th have gotten a good judge. Some of them gotten terrible judges, right? Um, but one of them got the judge to where they got out, you know, and the judge says, no, you're not even support, you know, you're not even following the rights. It's, it's, it's kind of a flipping of the, the cards here. You know, you're shuffling them. But what I'm saying is, is when you look outside in, it's, it looks terrible. But when you're inside it, it doesn't look as bad as you think. And like I said, there's a lot of people in that system believe what I believe, right? That believe this is kind of a God's gift to to bring order to chaos in a mm-hmm. sense right and to well, I make be- it I fair beg to, i beg to differ though because you know there's a lot of people that are in the system um it, it's like if you've been taught something and i know this like even in my trade and what i do you, you can be taught something but i'm always going like well just because somebody told me this is how it's done does that mean it's right and oh, so a lot there's of people, a lot of people that that do that in a the lot system. Of people, Trust me, right? A lot they, of judges, a lot of lawyers, right. a lot it's of just repetition. Cops, we are, we, and we're always trying to improve ourselves, right? But I always, I always kind of go back to, okay, you go in Adam and Eve. When when Eve ate the apple, what was he doing? What did he say? He made her question God. It was like, but did God really say that? But did God really mean that? And so we go fast forward to, like, again, nothing's new. But it's the same story, different day. Mm-hmm. It's like, but is that really right? Like, do you, you know, you, can you really re- represent yourself? Can you really do these things? Right. And they make you question it, and then you go, no. The second you think no, you've already created a contract with it. Law of lack. Law of, you know, um, depravity. You, you instantly come into, well, I don't have enough knowledge, which in Scripture it says that wisdom is the one thing you can ask for in abundance and he and you'll you'll always get so we've already contracted with a lie there so again i think that the church is really you know we we get stuck into like the division of the religions right but uh, there's a truth in each one of them there's a truth there but what i remind people is that if you are in holding in any way um then and you're not in complete freedom emotionally mind body spirit then there's something there is either a lie, there's a misnomer, there is something, uh, a belief, a belief system that needs to be broken. But it's hard to tell people, it's like the matrix, it's hard to shatter out. And there's a lot of people hmm. who don't want to get out. They actually want to stay they in. They want to stay in, oh mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and yeah. so it, you ha- at that point, it's a choice. It's saying, do I actually want to be free? And that means there's a lot of things that got to get broken. There's a lot of things that got to be mis- uh, unlearned, so to speak. Um, but in the, the freedom in it, Oh man, you can't tell me I can't go anywhere and not know like, uh, you know, uh, that I can leave my car unlocked or that I can go into store into stores. And I, I mean, I've gone to gas stations and the pump just fills up my car and I'm like, well, I don't understand. I go into the gas station and I'm like, well, how, how did that happen? Like, did, did somebody accidentally put money on my, on my pump? And they're like, no, we have no, res- no, there's no transaction. 
and I lock out and I just scratch my head. And I go, okay, okay, thanks, God. But those are miracles and stuff that we should be walking You've in. You've had that every happen to you? All the time, yeah. Really? That's, that's just an example. <laughs> but I mean, but these are these are things that the... the that, I don't ha- think I've had gas come into my tank. I've had the Lord bless me, but I don't think I've had gas come into my tank. No, I like that. Out of nowhere. Yeah. You I, mean... Like like pumping. You like pumped it, it in. But the, but the, okay, but, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> thank you for correcting that. Sorry. Like, did it just actually, appear? <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, I've had that too. I actually, I was talking... Um, so the other day, it was on empty and usually I'm like, okay, guys got to go fill up but then we were talking about stuff and it was there was it, it went up gas a, was there yep yeah. it went up a quarter of a tank yeah, i believe it so like uh but i'm just saying like i'm jealous like <laughs> but honestly this, but this well is, what she's saying is is see okay i've had similar miracles happen in my life in the same way it, just things that it becomes a point of contention with my wife so hopefully does she doesn't hear this but um the thing is is i've had things where i've just lived in faith Mm-hmm. And been like, you know, we don't have the money, but I have faith that it'll get figured out. And then voila, yeah, my wife finds a hundred bucks in the pocket, or there's more money in the bank than we thought, mm-hmm. or yeah, like it's it's not like it's magic, but it's it's there when it wasn't when you know it wasn't right, but it's there now. And that's and so now everything. you're like, well, okay, I'm going to use it, and then I'm like, God, thank you. Please don't let me use it wrong. You know, that's what I ask is like, God, don't let me be tempted. Don't let me use the money incorrectly. You just want to yeah. steward it. I well. want to steward it correctly, right. like because I, I I always get worried myself. Like I'm very frugal, but at the same time I'm like I you know like we had that happen this year. Money came to us in a way that we didn't expect, mm-hmm. and so we were blown. And I mean more than we expected, and blown away. And so I told Ash, I said, we really need to be careful with this. Because this was given to us clearly by the Lord, mm-hmm. it, it, this for a reason. For a reason, and, mm-hmm. I, and I would but tell I, my but wife, I will say that there's watch it. there's still a mindset that needs to be broken because it's still in a lock of uh, in a in a mindset of a law of lack. Like you're like, oh, thank you, I'm so worthy. When he's like, I gave you everything. Like I already have the account. I just need the pin number. Like uh, like you. I don't understand. Meaning like you've been given everything. So how do you access it? Right. Like, uh, so for instance, as, as far as following faith, a year and a half ago, um, God just put it on my heart. Like we have the seventh day to rest, right? We have the seven years where you take the land, the land rests. You shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't yeah, harvest. Yeah, you supposed think. to have a rest every seven years, okay. but we don't do that. So, so I took it a step further. Every seven weeks, I take a week off. Right, that's and a I've, good and idea. I, and I've, ta- I've taught my clients. I've taught like that week, I, I just don't. And I tell you what, it has taught me so much. I have been blessed more and worked less because I'm walking in faith and saying like, I know he's going to provide. It's, it's like, it's because I'm honoring that rest week. I should be plus even 10 times more, but we're taught wrong in church that like, we don't deserve it. It's still a works based faith system where we have to do in order to get when we already have. And so it's about tapping into that have. So we're not coming into a place of, wow, I, I, I need to go to church to feel better when it's like, no, he's got everything all set. Oh, of no. You, that you, See, that you. so for me, it's not that. I'm not going to church or something. No, no. no what I, I'm talking about for me is, is it could have been worse. Right. But because I had walked in faith, because I just knew God would take care of it, it was taken care of. And then, you know, like I said, got more money than I was expecting. And, right. you know, when I got cheated out of $3,000 from a client, the Lord d- doubled it. 
Right. You know what I mean? Because I got cheated. I totally got cheated. And, you know, I, everybody's like, well, you're going to have to take her to court. And I'm like, huh, taking for somebody to court for three grand, it's it's a tough thing because there's no guarantee. You don't want to bleed a stone. Right. right. So well, we you just kind of gave it up and said, forget it. You know, we did our good deed and we helped this client. So we'll just move on. You know, they should have paid, but oh, well. Just like what we've been through over the past couple of years, and, I, and I've mentioned this before, is I... I went with my convictions, and I did what I felt like I was supposed to do. I, mm-hmm. I, I refused to comply. I rejected it. I awesome. took I took big losses. Oh yes, we as we, a result of this, we all did. There was a contract I lost that oh, in yeah. one fail swoop. I lost, I lost business. I lost forty thousand bucks in yeah. one one fail swoop right. without knowing what work I was going to have after that was gone. But I refused to comply, and then other things came my way immediately mm-hmm. and it's like so uh no it's like no i did what i knew was right and i didn't i didn't suffer for it i agree with you so because I, I lost my whole business and i didn't do the ppp and all that other stuff I because either. i knew that was going to be a trap right and so i just i just let it go i went you know what okay maybe this isn't for me right now but then i get a call and i'm like hey this lawyer needs you she she's got this client da, 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 da. and so i dived in you know, and then, yeah, things were coming my way that I was like, okay, I didn't expect this to happen because I lost everything. So, oh, well, right? Like, I just let it as I lost it, but something new could come. I just have to wait, either be patient or I have to look for it and work hard for it. Because remember, just as we know, you can't stand on the roof of the flood and go, God save me, and then he sends a helicopter, yeah. boat, a helicopter, yeah. and stuff. That's right. And then you just ignore it, and then you you die, and you go to heaven, and you go, God, why didn't you help me? And it would go, I sent you a boat, a helicopter, and all this other but stuff. There's a, but there's a difference between what you're talking about, because you said I've got to work for it, but you've already been given it. No, I said either I have to wait for it, I have to either pray about it, figure it out, or maybe I have to work for it. Maybe, there, but I have to. There's. A, a lag time there's a time where hey this isn't the time for me be doing it and mm-hmm. and it was good too because i was able to go and protest i was able to go and get involved right. i was able to help campaign with others you know so it gave me time for something else which was good i think what it comes right down to is don't live in fear yeah. do what you know is right, right. yeah and yeah. you will be taken care of yeah, l- yeah. let the lord discern your heart that's, Discern- that's yeah. it yeah. discernment yeah so yeah it's not a matter of like the church or not going to church it's a, it's a matter of saying that yeah we have um the fear factor is so big and right god has said i've not given you a spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind so anytime we're feeling oh suicidal or we have depression or we have anxiety we have to remember that those are all spirits that we're agreeing to and yes, we have the authority yeah, to get rid yeah, of it yeah. um but learning that it's 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 a re-education of like again so there you go see i think that's where where i was getting a little confused so there you go spirits that you agree to you meaning you're meaning the fallen angels or what we call demons of fear of unrest of these people that attack you or well it's not people it's it's spiritual beings that attack you and try to pull you down. But it's, and, but and it's only, it, they only work soul. if you contract with it. Right. If you allow it into That's your right. life, I see what you're getting at now. So yeah. it's like, it's more than contract. It's like you allow it yeah. because yeah. you hey guys, verbally yeah. opened it. We're, almost, we're at the end of the second hour. So there's a lot of stuff we haven't talked about yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's <articles>. okay. <laughs> um, 
So we'll talk about it in the third hour. Anyway, uh, stick around for the third hour. I've got a second monologue I'm going to be doing on the third hour, beginning of the third hour. I'm going to talk a little bit about Election Day and voting and, and, and your your responsibility as an American. So we'll be right back. Dragging the line. Dragging the line. My dog's saying. 